0: Has, it has some abase. So let's start the second to bottom line. I'm a Rabbi Murray. Yes, so, Rev Murray says, Shmami, no, we see from here, we see from here that if Khoulin objects were prepared, in other words, unconsecrated objects were prepared as if they were meant to be on the same level as, as a Kodesh, right? As actual holy objects, you know, sacrificial objects, then we would say they're Kodesh, that they're considered to be on the same level as Kodesh. Right. How do you know? Where do you see this from? Maila. From the fact that the Mishnah does not teach another degree of Tahara, that the, the garments, that the begadim of Prushim, who eat chulen food in ordinary Tahara, are considered to be Midras tuma for those who eat chulen food, according to the Tahara, as if it was the level of Kedesh. The fact that we leave that case out tells us that it's actually in the same category. Maybe the reason why the Mishnah doesn't teach us has a special level of tahara, special higher level of purity. is because if it would be like truma, we already said truma. But if it's like hulun, we already mentioned Hulan. In other words, no matter what category it falls into, no matter what, it's in a category that we already mentioned. The not. We learned in the Mishnah. that was prepared with, as if it was a tahor, like holiness it's like of Tzaddik, and of says, Rather it's like Elam so rather learn it out from the second part of the Mishnah. He was one of the, the most pious one of the, the most the most like a chassid. of the And Yet still his mitpacha, right? His um, his uh, headpiece was considered to be on the level of um, of Hulim. When it, I'm sorry, of Tumas of Tumas Midras, right? The Tumas is if someone had stepped on it when it comes to Kodesh, the Holy Yad. Gada would eat everything with a level as if it was Kodesh, as if it was actually Holy consecrated foods. And still, the Midras was considered to have Midras Tumas for those who are actually preparing the, the water for the for the Paraduma. In, like Kodesh the implication is that only for Kodesh they would be considered to be holy, but not for Kadesh. We <inaudible> speaking here that food, which is prepared as if it's on the level of, of uh, objects that are holy, is considered to be like holy objects. says, <inaudible> if somebody's uh, you know, a tunic falls off of him, he said to his friend, give it to me. And he gave it to him to Mea. Then it's Tameh, even though the person who picked it up was Tahar. Because since, since we didn't discuss, are you Tameh or Tahur? Since we didn't say, I'm in a state of, of personal Tara right now, so therefore, the, when he gives it to him, we have to say that we treat it as if it is actually Tameh. Let's say someone by mistake puts <laughs> on Shabbos clothing instead of a weekday clothing. They become Tameh. In other words, anytime someone is assuming that it's one status, and it turns out it's a different status, we treat it as if it's kame. Obviously, it's not that we you know for sure it's kame, It's just we treat it as if. One time, there were two different women, and they both were in a state of Tahara. And they were leaving the bathhouse, and by mistake, they, they switched clothing. Above myself, a matter came in front of Rav Keeva, and he declared them both coming. She asks the question. Let's say you stick your hand into a basket to pick up bread made out of wheat, but also be other pasta airman. Instead, you pick up barley bread. So you're going to say that you became tame? And if you say that indeed, that's true. If somebody is guarding a, a, a uh, barrel on the assumption that it actually has wine in it, it turns that it actually has oil. In other words, the fact of the matter is, you had in mind that this should be a guarded area. So if it's a guarded area, what difference does it make if it was guarded for bread or guarded for this? Ultimately, it's an object of food that's in the same product. So if you're guarding clothing, thinking that it's yours, and, but you guard it, and she's guarding clothing, thinking that it's hers, what difference does it make that you're guarding the opposite clothing? Ultimately, you were guarding it to make sure you don't become tummy. Well, let the make according to your reasoning. Amos a what do you do at the end of the Mishnah? it is forbidden to be eaten. Am I? why is it forbidden? So referring to a case where the keeper says, I guarded it against anything that might make a tummy. But not against something that might invalidate. Can anything become half guarded? In Yes, indeed, it could be something that's guarded against this, but not against that. We learned in a baisa, right? And this is not of a hatanya as a question mark. This is rather of a hatanya as a nihusa, as yes, indeed, it is so. If the surgeon sticks out his hand into a basket. the basket on his shoulder. And but the shovel was in the basket. grape. And his mind was on the basket. And his mind was not on the maigrefa, on the shovel. tar The the basket is tar, but the my the shovel is tummy. Now it says the basket is tar. the but the shovel should make the basket tummy, because by definition, if you're telling me that the shovel is tummy. Well, then, how did the shovel stay tummy with the basket tahir? Umar says, no, ain't clean atomically, A vessel cannot make another vessel in here. But at least it should make the contents with whatever within the basket should become tummy. You watch it against making sure that it doesn't become tummy, but you not watch it against things that can make it um, pustle. Pustle means that it can no longer, uh, that the basket itself, or the, sorry, or the food items themselves are actually puzzle. They're actually no longer t- tahar. But when we say tamay, what we mean is that the object itself has become tamay to the extent that it could still spread further, as opposed to upasa, which means it's just it itself is invalidated, but it can no longer spread. Well, Cashin, I mean, and no matter what, there's a contradiction here. The raisa says that the oil is tahar, and that sounds like a baisia. as opposed to the view that if there's a mistake in exactly what the object was, the order mazit, it becomes tame. But tame. And furthermore, Maisa rabba, Baravu, rabba Baravu asked the question. Once a woman came in front of Rabbi Yishmael, she said to him, Rabbi, I wove this garment in a state of Tahara. It was not in my mind to guard it in Tahara. But as a result of the questions Rabbi Yishmael was asking her, she said to him, Actually, the truth of the matter is, there was a woman who was in Nida, and she actually pulled the Chabal, the rope how great are the words of the of the rabbi that they said, Believe the shamrah if it's in your mind to guard something, Tahar, it's Tahar. Your are ain't by the shame. If you do not have the intention to guard something, tell then it's telling. There was another story of a woman who came in front of Rabbi Shmuel. she said to him, Rebi, I wove this cloth in the state of Tahara. But it was not in my mind to guard it. But as a result of the questions that he was asking her, she said to him, a thread had broke and before she actually started weaving, but she tied it with her mouth and she tied it with her mouth and her saliva was still tummy. How great are the words of the that they said, if someone has a mind to guard something then it's tired. If they don't realize that they should be guarding it, then it will automatically automatically treat it as tummy. And we have to make rules; so they have to be consistent. They came and explained each one of these women said to herself. Each one of these women said, "My the person who's with me is actually the wife of an amaretz, and therefore her thing does not need to be to And therefore she's not thinking about that object." Also, we could say even the Kalim, the Shabbos, because people take special care of your Shabbos clothing. And over here, he thought they were his weekday clothing. Then he takes his mind off. Of it. Going to be in Let him guard it even when it's in the hands of his friend. It is a certainty. You don't guard something that's in the hand of your friend. You the your friend. And is that so that you don't guard it. Guys, donkey drivers and his uh, and his uh, general workers. They're they're um, taking, they're loaded up with goods that are in a state of tahara. Even though he was oh, separated from them more than a of mil, things that are tahara is still tahara. go and I'll come after you. As soon as they're gone from his sight, the assumption is that his tahara items are now coming. What's the difference between the first and the second? In the first case, he purified his donkey drivers and workmen for this very purpose. And therefore, the goods become tar, the remain tar. Then the second case also should be tar. And the And amarets is not makbid when his friend touches something. In the first case also should be the same category. This is a case where the master can come upon them all of a sudden from a backwards type of way. And since there's a concern that he might come upon them by surprise, then typically the stranger would not want to touch the garments in case he gets fucked. If so, Then the second case also. And once he says, you should go and I'll follow after you, then they already think, oh, you know what? He said he's going to follow after us. We don't have to be concerned that he's going to come upon us all of a sudden. And therefore, they will indeed start touching it and it will become... Okay, so we finish the indarshan and we begin the next parak. There's a greater level of, of stringency when we talk about Kadesh, the sanctified things than the Truma. vilan That you can vessels within vessels can be immersed for truma purposes. Kadesh, but not for sanctified purposes. The truma. The outside and inside and the handle of a vessel are considered tahor when it comes to truma, but not for Kadesh, because Kadesh is on a higher level of sanctity. And they say the Medras, anybody who carries something that is in, in a state of midastumma, right? That people have trod upon it or stepped on it or sat on it. Naysayasa Truma is allowed to even carry truma at the same time. Avalaia sa but not things that are on a higher level of kadesh which are sanctified for the musveah. The garments of people who eat shuma, midras, the they're considered to be midras Tumma for those who eat kaydish. The rule for tefila of clothing, because the people who are going to eat shuma is not like the rule for those who eat kaydish clothing. So, when it comes to Kadesh, first you have to untie the knots, then you have to dry it. Then you have to put it in the mikvah, then retie it. you can first tie it, and then afterwards you can put it in the mikvah. In order to be concerned, will the water actually get in between the knots? Vessels that have been finished in a state of ritual purity, right? as soon as they reach the stage when they would reasonably be called the vessel, and then later on they become susceptible to Tumma, they were actually very carefully guarded from the Tumma, then they require tfila, right? being dipped before they're actually used for sanctified objects. But not for tshuma, they don't even require that. A vessel makes everything inside of it a state of being in the same category when it comes to Tumah for things which are Tumah, which are sanctified. The fourth level stage of, of, um, of how many steps away from the thing that was tame will still become pasul when it comes to Tumah. But by chuma. The chuma item, which is an avatoma, you start with an avatoma, which is, let's say, step number one. And that can transmit toma to people or vessels. Things that come in touch, in contact with the avatoma, like a sharet, let's say. The sharet is the avatoma. The next stage is going to be the, the child of the toma, so to speak, right? So that would be the person who became tomah from touching the avatoma, right? And that thing can only be, then transmit toma to food and liquids. And then it touches the next level, and then, and then the next level touches another level, and then the next level touches another level. If the fourth thing that is touched is Kaidesh, then it can still become possible, it can still become invalid. But when it comes to truma, only the third level will become invalid, and by the time the third thing touches another thing, it will not pass it on anymore. Ubut truma, when it comes to truma, if one hand of a man became tamei, the other one is still tahar. Ubut kitesh, when it comes to holy objects, you have to dip both of them. Because for Kadesh, we treat it on a high level of sanctity, and one hand makes the other. But not for Tuma purposes. If you have dry foods, right? then you're allowed to wash them, you're allowed to eat them with hands that have not yet been washed, and even together with Tuma. But not for Kadesh objects. Someone who has a dead relative before the burial, someone needs to bring his Carbon to achieve the high level of of uh, atonement. t'vila They will require t'vila for the sake of sanctified objects. the but not for which can be eaten even before, even and not before the, the t'vila. I'm sorry, even before the t'vila, and even before the the karbonis, which really kind of signify the end of the tuma of the process. They also can be eaten. Okay, so we have a uh, seven blot left. And then we will be finished with, we finished with Mayed Katten. So that brings us to what what day of the week? That will be next Tuesday, I suppose. Um, So uh, everybody plan on uh, having a full bottle of whiskey or a full bottle of wine, Manishavet, so whatever works for you. So we can make a big L'chaim then.